You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday morning. Now, let's turn to our next guest and topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking with Raquel Amador and Tegan Smith, who are the co-organizers of Refugee Week, which is an upcoming event that will run between the 19th and the 25th of June. And I'm really delighted. They're both in the studio to tell us some of the events, some of the highlights, uh, including a community art exhibition and film festival. So welcome to the program, Tegan and Raquel. Thank you very much for being being with us today. Thank you for having us, Noreen. Thank you so much. It's great to see you both. And we are live this morning on Facebook as well. So I'd love for our listeners to join us there. Uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Tegan and Raquel. Uh, So tell us, uh, first of all, maybe uh, Tegan, I'll, I'll hand over to you first. Tell us a little bit more about Refugee Week. Sure. So Refugee Week is an open source festival. It started 25 years ago in the UK and basically it holds space throughout the month of June for refugees, asylum seekers and displaced persons to showcase their talents through uh, creative arts and cultural programs. So Refugee Week uh, is relatively new to Hong Kong. This is the second year that we're running it and the theme this year is Compassion. Okay. Um, How does it compare to last year's? Was it last year or was it sort of before the pandemic that you... So we actually did organize a very small event series last year, um, but we only organized five events because, um, of course, everyone knows in May last year, we still had wave five of COVID. So we only had about a month to organize everything. Um, So we're very excited about this year because we have nine events and happenings around Hong Kong um, and we have many different organizations involved as well. Congratulations on doing that last year and also this year. So what sorts of events uh, will be uh, in in this Refugee Week? Oh, there's a whole um, array of amazing events. Um, um, Tegan is organizing a fantastic event. I I think you should should speak about that, Tegan. It's just wonderful. Thanks. Uh, so one of the events that we're actually doing this weekend, in fact, uh, is basically a culinary event. So we're showcasing talents from three women from the refugee community. Um, and basically the title of the event is Taste from My Home Roots and Recipes. So we're looking at the ingredients that traverse borders to sort of make comments about migration of people, who is welcome in the home, who we are um, beyond the labels that we give ourselves and other people give us. So I'm very excited, actually about that event. Uh, We've sold out on Friday. We have one ticket left on Saturday. (laughs) If any of your listeners would like to grab that last one, but very, very excited for that one. Um, But yeah, uh, as Raquel said, there's lots of other events so maybe she can tell you about uh, one large one that actually she's been organizing for a while. Um, Yeah, so it's, um, um, I'm organizing two two events. Um, One is called, one is a community art exhibition. Um, So this is um, showing um, the art that's been produced over the last year um, in workshops um, where um, different communities have come together on the first Saturday of each month in Kowloon Union Church. Um, so this is um, men and women who are seeking protection as refugees. This is women who are working as migrant domestic workers in Hong Kong and um, art lovers like myself and um, you know trained artists. We've all come together in this beautiful space um, offered by Kowloon Union Church um, uh, and the workshops have been facilitated by um, um, uh, expressive art therapists who are um, interdisciplinary artists themselves and community makers. Um, so this space has really been one where we have found um, each other. I think we have really found um, ourselves in each other in the sense that we um, see that, you know, 
One person said, you know, I'm, uh, we don't all do the same jobs. Um, she's a migrant domestic worker, but, but here I feel that um, I'm treated with respect, you know. And another man said, uh, he's a refugee, and he said, you know, um, difference um, just... Um, uh, infiltrates everything. So he spoke of uh, civil war in his home country, and there was another woman there who also had experienced civil war. Um, and they and they said, you know, um, well, you know, you're shaking your head, Noreen, and you you can just imagine, you know, that these are the kind of conversations that we had together. Um, and um, and he said, but here, you know, I feel safe. I feel I can be myself. I feel I can be home. You know, and home is where um, we find each other and ourselves. Um, and so um, between the 19th and 25th um, of June, 24th of June, we'll be holding, um, uh, Kowloon Union Church is holding space for, for these um, beautiful artworks, um, which are going to be held all over the, shown all over the church. Um, and the other event um, is going to be on the 24th of June um, from 2 to 5 p.m., also in Kowloon Union Church. Um, and that is um, uh, different members of these communities um, uh, um, showing their um, love of um, expressive art. So it could be poems, it could be stories, it could be movement and dance and um, music. Um, we have um, two um, wonderful um, musicians from the Hong Kong Philharmonic who play um, oboe and second violin. Well, she's second violin in the orchestra um, playing Pacabelle, which is one of my favorite beautiful pieces of music, you know, that just just um, really create this incredible feeling of togetherness um, and um, and, you know, there's going to be stand-up, uh, a wonderful um, um, a man um, also from the refugee community who um, is a deep soul and a writer, um, and he will be sharing his uh, uh, his experiences. Um, and, uh, yeah, all sorts of things. And there are many, many other um, wonderful, wonderful events. Um, Tegan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, thank you so much, Raquel. So, yeah, in, in addition to this amazing and I think unmissable event, um, we have uh, a film festival that UNHCR has put together. So it's actually online. So, um, in fact, people that are not in Hong Kong can uh, engage with this. So it's actually started from the 10th of this month and will be um, showing until early July. Um, UNHCR has also worked with local artists on uh, a series of murals around town, basically for people to engage with um, refugee stories through art um, and murals. We also had a really amazing fashion show to start Refugee Week that was held by Run in the Central Market. So there's some amazing photos from that. Um, so in addition to what Raquel mentioned, um, we're also having a zine launch. Um, so because the theme is compassion, we wanted to compile different entries from the community about what compassion means, but also anyone else from the wider community who wanted to think to that theme. So we have a launch uh, on the 20th of June, which is World Refugee Day itself at Africa Centre. Um, and of course, there's an extravaganza by Christian Action Centre for Refugees on Sunday the 25th, which will be at PMQ, and also an event on the 24th being held by Branches of Hope, which will be a screening of one of the UNHCR movies. So quite a full agenda, um, as you can imagine, but definitely I would say, and Raquel, you know, feel free to agree or disagree. I think, you know, quite quite a variety of things for everyone. And, you know, I think it would be very difficult um, to f not find something that you might be interested in. Yeah, you can't see I'm nodding my head <laughs> a lot. There is really something for everyone. And I love the fact that, you know, you've included things that people can 
from all walks of life can enjoy, from food to fashion um, to to art and and to music, because you know that I think that transcends any background that anybody can mm-hmm. can go up to anybody and and enjoy these um, art pieces. Now, um, for some of these art pieces, are they sort of uh, paintings? Are they sculptures? Um, what can people expect? Um, so it's interesting. So um, one of the workshop facilitators um, is a um, a an artist himself, um, and he has created canvas using traditional methods from coffee bean bags. So, um, uh, you know, you have the coffee bean bags and then you stiffen them using certain materials. Um, And this is the um, technique that was used um, in his home country. Um, And um, it is a way of, um, you know, creating life through life uh, because the canvas is organic. Um, and so the, the artists, including the trained artists who've come to the workshop to work on this material, have felt really, um, I would say, um, just um, enlivened by working on this material because preparing it takes hours and hours. Um, and um, yeah, so it's it's uh, acrylic paint on canvas, um, oil and acrylic paint on, on canvas. Yeah, and of course, Tegan, you know, the, the best way or one of the best ways to understand people's culture is through food. And I know you, your charity does a lot of work uh, with this as well. What sorts of conversations do people have um, when they try sort of uh, new food? For example, you know, food from uh, different places of Africa, because maybe it's not as um, common in Hong Kong. You know, what sorts of things do they talk about when they try it? I mean, I think food is just an amazing connector because in a way you keep the space open for people to make their own, um, I guess, decisions about how they feel about a different culture. So, I mean, I guess specific to the event, we're trying to invite people to consider what home means to different people. We also are looking at contemporary refugee issues abroad. So we have partnership with um, an Ukrainian restaurant, actually, Ivan the Cossacks. So um, in addition to showcasing these amazing cuisines from the local refugee community, we'll also be showcasing a comfort food that is Ukrainian and we'll have some elements that will sort of blend together to basically just show how the ingredients are transnational in a way we're so welcoming to um, imported tomatoes or potatoes which come from totally different country but if you were to look at those countries of origin often we might not welcome people from those countries in our homes and it's just in a way like I think food is a vehicle to raise maybe deeper questions maybe difficult questions and difficult conversations but in a way where everyone has kind of a level playing field for the duration of the meal so I think this is sort of why um, I guess we keep coming back to food because I think people are more willing to try and meal from a different culture than maybe speak to someone they don't know but after maybe experiencing things from that culture they might be more willing to entertain conversations and that's sort of where we're hoping things will go yeah wow that's so interesting you're right because you know we're so welcoming of food that's imported but sometimes when it comes to people and if you look at the timeline of things you know we were all immigrants you know if we look back at our ancestors yeah. or when they came to a place um, let's talk a little bit about sort of the, the situation that uh, some of the asylum seekers or refugees face in Hong Kong. Uh, what's the situation like with the people that you've worked with? I think I'll let Raquel go first. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, there's so many things that, you know, we could reflect on now. Um, but I think I, I would like to reflect on um, the things that um, bring people joy, you know. Um, and um, I think that um, all these events that are happening um, create space for um, for for real um 
uh, identity and um, togetherness. Um, so I just wanted to um, just speak to um, the Christian Action event. Um, so I, I went to the Christian Action event last year, which was held in St. Andrew's Church. Um, and there was really um, a wonderful feeling of... Um, you know, um, Tegan said, it's a month of creating space. Um, so my feeling in that event was that um, there was truly um, a, holding, a holding of space um, for um, members of, of that community. Um, and I think this is um, the um, what we're hoping to um, find, you know, um, find uh, space, you know, find space, find calm, find peace, find um, each other um, in this in this time together. Um, and so, you know, the other things we could reflect on are that, um, um, you know, men and women who are seeking protection as refugees um, are um, in a in a quite um, um, unimaginable position in Hong Kong, I would say, um, because uh, there is such um, uncertainty. Um, and all of us in our lives have a degree of uncertainty. But um, if you don't know whether you are going to be able to um, find safety, um, that is the ultimate uncertainty, because safety is what we need. Um, and um, it's what um, um, these men and women um, are seeking. Um, and so through this event, and I, you know, I would just like to say um, that Tegan has really um, done extraordinary work in, in creating this event um, and in um, um, connecting us with the UK's um, community and the wider community. Um, we, we hope to find, um, as I said, um, peace and space and um, time for, um, for members of this community to um, find um, hope. Yeah, well said. It's true. Safety is all we, we really, really want. Um, any final uh, messages? What do you hope the public will sort of go away with? Because this isn't just an event um, that are for, for people within the community. It's really for everybody uh, to come along and to enjoy uh, the, the, the hard work that, you know, you and your team have uh, put into it. So what's the bigger message then? Tegan? Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. I mean, I think honestly, I would say, you know, go with an open mind. Um, you know, I think preaching to the choir, other refugee, um, you know, community members, but also the amazing NGOs um, in Hong Kong. Um, so we have eight organisations and independent producers um, for this Refugee Week, which is fantastic. So preaching to the choir with them, they don't need to be told, you know, don't pity the refugee community. But I think the wider community might often fall into that mindset because perhaps there haven't been opportunities for refugees to actually showcase what they can do. But I think just looking at this agenda alone, um, not even considering attending the events. You can just see how nuanced and varied everyone's story is, but also how in many ways, if we you know, do not live as refugees, in many ways we have just won a lottery of birth, but it could be any of us. So I think approaching it with an open mind um, and also just like an interest to learn something new, um, that would probably be the message that I'd impart to people participating in Refugee Week. So we really hope to see you there. Well said. And a reminder, our listeners, once again, have you got a social media? How can people find out more about Refugee Week? Yep, sure. So it's at Refugee Week HK. Um, and also, if you go on the Refugee Week global website, we're listed as one of the regions running Refugee Week. Um, as a side note, hopefully next year we will have more Asian representation. Currently, it's just Hong Kong and Taiwan, but um, we might have 
representation from Thailand and Malaysia. So fingers crossed for that. After they hear the great work yeah. that you guys have been doing, yeah. I'm sure they'll want to you know, yeah. do their part as well. That's amazing. Well, Raquel and Tegan, thank you so much. We were chatting with uh, Raquel Amador and Tegan Smith, who are the co-organizers of Refugee Week, uh, with lots and lots of events uh, coming up between the 19th and the 25th of June. So do go onto their website and support because there's something for everyone, truly. Thank you so much for both thank your you. time this morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. And